Hey, welcome back to another episode of Frank's Unsolicited Advice. Today, I want to talk about a general topic that deals with so many things. And I recorded a parenting episode a long time ago. And I just, I think I, I scratched the basis of it, just the, the minimum of what I was feeling. And this morning I woke up with the urge to talk about roles. And I, I, I was recording this just five minutes ago and I changed my whole mind of direction of which I wanted to go. And the reason I did is because it came to me as I was speaking to you, what I wanted to talk about. And I think one of the hardest jobs that's out there in life, if you're doing it right, is being a parent. I think being a parent is, you know how teachers are, are, what's the word I'm looking for? They don't get acknowledged. They get paid less money. You know, nobody really gives them the credit deserved for teaching their our children. You know, we drop them off and they deal with them. I think parents are like that as well. But I feel that the biggest uh, lack of acknowledgement comes from our children. I've been having many conversations here recently uh, between things that have happened at work, uh, coworkers, friends of mine that I've, I've talked to every day, my other friends I record my other podcasts with, and we're talking about children, how they are today, right, how we were then. And I was telling uh, my friend Nikki a story of when I was younger about how my mother came home with a pair of jeans for me, some clothes. Now the jeans were Vosco jeans. Anybody, and I'm, I'm dating myself, you know what I'm saying? Because this is old and she bought them at VIM. My mom was super happy that she was able to get me these jeans because um, my family at one point, we struggled financially a lot. Like it was really bad. My parents had to file bankruptcy. So my mom finally, when they started getting out this rut, this hole that they were in, she went out and took some money out and, and bought me some clothes. So it's a, it's, a, it's a warmer day outside, right? I want to say it's close to either the spring going into summer or summer going into fall. I don't remember when, but I knew the windows was open. I'm in the living room. I'm playing my Nintendo. This is how old it is or my Super Nintendo. And I'm not even looking at my mother. Actually, yeah, I'm not even looking at her when she walks in. So she walks in. I say... Bendición. She goes, que Dios te bendiga, asks for a blessing. She gives it to me in Spanish. That's tradition for us. And she says, Frankie, look what I bought you. And when she, when I turn around, look at the jeans, I give my mom the only answer of I'm not wearing that. She goes, what? And I said, I'm not wearing that. Why not? And I says, because they're not name brand and I'm not going to be laughed at at school. I'm not going to be looked at like a laughing stock. They're not going to make fun of me at school. So I'm not wearing it. And I turned back around. I didn't even acknowledge her or the respect that she deserved my mother. I, I just kept playing my game. And my mother went on this, this. She was so upset, right? Because here she is leaving work, working two jobs. My dad's working. She comes home with this clothing. Instead of me being grateful that I was able to get something, I was ungrateful because it wasn't name brand. And my mom, after going in on me, took her shoes off and hit me with her heel, like right here on my shoulder, right? If, if you're watching my video, you can see where I, but it was right above my right shoulder. She hit me. I was bleeding out a lot, you know, just penetrated the skin a little bit. But she was, my mom never did that before. She was super upset. And she goes into the story 
And she tells me how, you know, the kids in her school. So my mom was a social worker for the Board of Education. She worked at IS-162, Intermediate School 162, on the corner of 149th and St. Anne's for 25 years. Before that, she did 10 years at St. Dominic's Home for Children off 138 in Willis by St. Jerome's Church. There was a foster home in the back, and she worked there. So my mom's always dealt with un underprivileged children, and she always worked in the community that we grew up in, giving back to the PR people that we, that we lived with or that we spent time with. Um, and for many years, she did that. And, you know, my mom's one of the people that she would do for others when she, uh, or is one of the people, I'd say is because she's still alive, that gives to others when others don't have. So some of her students for the eighth grade prom couldn't buy a dress. My mom bought the dress. Some students couldn't get their hair done. She paid for it. You know, some students, you know, the, the mom would come talk to my mother because the kid was a problem child. Turns out they don't have no money for Christmas. My mom, if it was the fat last few dollars she had, she gave it to them so that they can have a Christmas or have a good holiday or can get their hair done because, you know, that's what she does. That's who she is. So she tells me the story and, you know, obviously I'm, I'm ungrateful. I'm, I'm, I'm a little spoiled, even though we're not rich and I'm not by any means well off, but I was feeling myself, you know, I'm in middle school, I think, or maybe even the beginning of high school. And, and I'm thinking I'm too good to wear some jeans that at, now that I'm older, doesn't really matter. I buy a pair of jeans from Walmart. I don't care, you know, but when you're young, you don't pay attention to that. And I'm telling Nikki this story because obviously we're talking about our children. And how I feel sometimes, no matter what we do, is not good enough. Uh, in my day, you know, I, I didn't do certain things in the house. Uh, I wouldn't talk to my mom a certain way. Even to this day, I'm 42. I'm going to be 43 in September. Me and my mom can get into a heated discussion. And before I disrespect that, I'd rather get off the phone. and say, Ma, you know, uh, I don't like the way this is going. So I'm just going to get off the phone before I say something to you. And it's, it's going to hurt me more by saying it. And I'm going to hurt you because I said it. So I still show that respect. But these kids today don't do that. And I feel like today these kids don't understand what it's like because it's our fault as parents, right? Because as parents, we try to do our best to give our children everything that we didn't have or we did have and more. We don't want them to suffer. We don't want them to feel what we felt. We don't want them to, to ever have to worry. But what happened with that is that we take away from the building blocks or what our parents taught us to be resilient to never give up, to understand that today's a rough day, but tomorrow might be better. And tough times don't last, only tough people do. We, we, you know, for the most part, my wife and I, I have a degree. She has her degree. We both served in the military. I'm still serving. She's a nurse. So our kids get to see success. They don't see the struggle. And even when we were struggling, they, they didn't know because we didn't show it. We kept it from them. So at that point, they don't understand it. But what they see is that no matter what, we always provide, we come through, and it is what it is. Um, and, you know, that's because I feel, now here's where my original topic, roles come into play. As parents, we fill different roles sometimes. And at times, we don't want to fill those roles. Whether it's guilt, whether it's we're scared to push them away, whether it's we don't want to show them everything because if we do, then how are they going to react? But we don't. And, and when we do fill those roles, they don't understand it. They don't get it. They don't understand that at this point, he has to be stern. Like when you tell your child, hey, you got to move out. Oh, why are you kicking me out? I'm not kicking you out. But if I never tell you to go, you're going to stay. 
And as long as you stay, I'm not helping you. I'm enabling you to not progress forward because, you know, we, we as parents is our whole time is to make them feel safe and warm and comfortable. They're protected. If you go to the first steps, when a child is taking his first steps, a lot of the time there's a parent in front of them trying to get their attention. And then there's one there, you know, with their hands around them, enough for the baby, the toddler to feel the warmth or that there's something there next to them and to feel safe where they want to take the first step, not ever realizing that they're not even being held. It's just they're not thinking about it because they have the protection of their parents. And that first step is a first step of many, because we all think about the first step as when they initially start walking. What about the first step that they take to walk into pre-K or kindergarten or when they start their first day of elementary and first grade or when they go to intermediate school and they're in sixth or seventh grade, depending where you're at. And when you drop them off for high school, they take the bus. And then what if when you take them to either the local recruiting station to go get shipped off to basic training or to college and they're going away? And they take them first steps out your car or out your door or whatever, and they go in. That first step is no different than the first step they took to start walking. Because that first step that they took when they started walking will be the first step of money they take to start something new in their life. And as parents, we're always there. We try to be there to hold them, to, 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 you know, just give them that little bit of confidence to know, guess what? I'm here. I'm never going to let you down. And I think we forget that at times. I, I feel we forget it. And I think our children through time forget it as well. And they don't be, they don't, they don't appreciate certain things. They don't appreciate the, the fact that you're telling them no at times and they're not telling them yes all the time, because the world isn't going to always tell you yes. The world at times is going to tell you no. Many times it's going to tell you no. You're not always going to get the, the best results or the, what you want in life. You're going to get what the universe gives you, what God believes you should have, what Allah feels you should have, whatever you believe in thinks you should have that at that moment. That's what you're going to get. And like I said before many times, sometimes what you want isn't what you need. And as kids, our children today don't understand that. My daughter wants a quince for her birthday. And you know, anybody that's done a quince is expensive. Now, just imagine in 2022 and, and with COVID and, and gas prices, everybody wants extra money for these places. You start looking at a, you know, catering because everything's up in price. There's money. And my daughter looks at my wife and says, oh, can I get a MacBook? Can you get a what? A MacBook? Uh, you're, you're, you're about to get a whole quince. We're, we're going to spend thousands of dollars. I could probably buy two or three MacBook Airs for what I'm going to pay for your quince just to rent the spot out. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing that they'd be like, wait a minute. Or what about when you, you know, buy a pair of Jordans for somebody and they, they oh, I don't like them. Excuse me? There's a kid right now that is wearing sneakers from Walmart and doesn't give a crap how they look. He's just happy to have a pair of sneakers. My mom said it to me all the time, by the way. <laughs> And, and, you know, we, our kids don't understand that our roles will change and that our role as a parent, man, we wear many hats, many hats. And maybe the, the, the role isn't the, is, is not that it changes. I think the role is the same. We're parents. That's our role. But our character we play as a parent will change and adjust 
with what we need with our children. And our children don't understand that the sacrifices we make, we, we feel like they're ungrateful. I've had many conversations with people. It's like, yo, you ain't the only one, Frank. My kid this, my kid that. And they don't see the struggle. So the, the, a parent, a real parent that's doing their job, that wakes up every morning, goes to work, provides for their kids, or doesn't work, stays at home, sacrifices their career to provide a home for their children, stability in the household while another person goes to win the money, the breadwinner, they don't understand the sacrifices that we make as parents. And it's all for them to take those first few steps of every time they got to do something, we're there for them. It's crazy, crazy. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. That's my topic. That is my topic. It's not roles anymore. It's the first steps. And how children don't realize that every step they take, we're there. And as parents, we're the, the most underappreciated people in the world. I thought being in the military, you're underappreciated. But now that I think about it, being a parent, extremely underappreciated. But our, our jobs don't stop. Our roles never end. We continue to evolve in, our, in our, the play of life, in the, in the act of being a parent to provide stability for our children. So that's my unsolicited advice for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope that whatever I needed to get off my chest is something that you guys can hear. I know it helped me. It's therapeutic for me and I appreciate it. So thank you for listening. And again, tune in, subscribe, like, share with your friends. This is Frank's unsolicited advice.